0: I'm Nicolina, do you like scary stories? Then you should listen to our podcast. It's called Paranormal. You'll feel like you're listening to scary stories at a sleepover with your friends. Find us on iTunes. Stay, Stay spooky.
1: spooky. Hello. Hi. 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 I feel like I haven't seen you all in 20 years, but it's been two weeks and one day. How was Mahiko? Mexico was good, Good. Um, but y'all know I'm susceptible to everything. I'm a weenie about everything, so I had altitude sickness the whole time.
0: Mm. She was too high.
1: Oh yeah. My (sighs) nose was bleeding. I was lethargic. Dang, girl. Yeah. I really got you. Good take that drama. I really did, but I felt felt very excited because at one point a woman asked me if I was from Mexico City and if I could give her directions, and I was (gasps) like,
0: she saw
1: my Mexican heritage.
0: You're, are you half, close-ish, <laughs> halfish. She's, she's halfish Mexican.
1: She's, she's part Mexican, but today we're drinking some bevs from our friends at the Brew Interviews, and oh, did you hear that? I'm really excited.
2: Basketball. Yeah, I'm so excited. This, I mean, I cannot believe that they did this for us.
0: Yeah, they sent us what five different
2: five drinks five different drinks
0: milks milk stout there
1: was a you can check out all of the beers on our instagram we've tagged all the breweries and all that stuff so you can see them but the one we chose today is
0: a triple sour with hints of plum from yeah Mm -hmm. brattle beer it's party jam plum and the um the labels on these the labels, yeah, are nice. they're
1: all so pretty. All of the labels are so so pretty. This
2: label reminds me of like a carnival. So I'm here to have fun. <gasps> oh my you guys. gosh, yeah,
1: like the big top, yeah, like stripes like a, on the mm-hmm, tent, like a mm-hmm, circus. Mm-hmm. Label. I haven't even gotten to try this yet. I do love a sour. So okay,
2: cheers! Oh what? <clears throat> Rude. Oh, guys, showing me. Oh cheers! And cheers! Then, cheers! Oh, my God.
1: oh. Ah. that's okay. I'm sorry. I already had a sip, but it's delicious. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. Crisp. And that is crisp. Mm. That is sour. That is plummy, and I love
1: it. Are we a beer podcast now? <laughs> if we, if if we start to drink, I'm we're gonna be. Every Monday. We're gonna be screwed. <laughs> you guys already
0: know how wild she's they are. coming
1: every Monday, Silver. but she doesn't usually.
0: <laughs> I don't usually come every Monday, but I will. Oh There's my beer. God. Oh, and FYI, this is from Hermit Thrush Brewery in Brattleboro, Vermont. In a beer oh. There. oh VT, huh? A lovely place okay yeah but
1: thank you again brew interviews the next few episodes we're going to be sampling these beers so stay tuned and if you're caught up on all our episodes and you really love beer go give them a listen they don't just talk about beer they talk about all sorts of things fun time truly all right i'm going to kick it off by saying we have two new patrons (gasps) so shout out to sarah Sarah and to melanie sarah and melanie
2: Oh my Welcome. God. And Hi guys.
1: Welcome oh to the Ghoul God. Gang. We I'm love you.
2: So excited to have you guys here.
1: Yeah.
2: You're. Your names have been added to the body. Yeah,
1: it's been it's been a while since we've talked about Emily's tattoos of the patrons' names. Yeah, it has been a
2: while. The
0: patron tats.
2: I yes. think I'm proud to say you guys are right above the rear, which is a <gasps> proud
0: spot. It's a proud. And it's not right in the middle. It's <laughs> no, like it's over Sarah to the side a bit. is here and is here. Exactly, it's like right above the, the cheeks, fl- the flanks. Exactly. Yeah, she the sides
1: got, of the flanks. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what they call it, like, right?
2: If you know
1: me. Yeah. There's exciting stuff coming from patron- for patrons, though. We're actually recording live for Facebook right now for our patrons. Uh, amazing. Some super cute phone backgrounds that we posted today. Yeah, shut up. So us. cute. Made merch, by Alyssa. merch is, the design is being finalized. It's about to be printed. If you're in that tier, your merch package is going out within the next few weeks, I would say. Yes. So, so yeah, excited. it's exciting stuff.
2: I'm pumped! So I can't wait to wear all the good things and
0: show off all the good things. Yep, we're ready. With we're ready. My <laughs> what are we talking about today? I had a dream. Oh, did <gasps> she? You could say it was a premonition. Shut up. There she is. She's queuing it up. That She's we were going to be up right talking sliding. about the big premonition theme of the show.
2: That's what we're talking about. Yeah. Have Dreams. you ever
1: had a premonition, a dream, a, like, deja vu moment? That basically told the future? I Almost told like you a guys moment. about when I had the dream about the kid at my school getting chased by a bee and then it happened. Ooh. I, it, was <laughs> it was, like, episodes and episodes and episodes ago. We've talked That's so much, funny. it's hard to Shit. remember, but...
0: That's a you weird
1: thing to the, dream about. Yeah, but well, I don't. I don't God. Okay, I'll bring you, bring you up to speed. On so the, eyes, yeah. On the happening. Mm-hmm. So, middle school, we have this like recess. Whoa. Oh my God! I'm just tossing beer everywhere. Out.
2: It was like a tap
1: <laughs> full. Strong. <laughs> this is why I can't drink during these. Um, Middle school, we had like a recess after lunch, which a
2: recess. Yeah, People, so we, we went. Recess, yeah. we went and right? just.
1: Well, it was in middle school, so like oh. we didn't have a playground or anything. So yeah, we like would just go and stand on the blacktop, and I had this dream that this kid Jason was gonna get Amazing. chased by a bee, and all the kids were gonna stand around and watch it happen, and then it happened like a few weeks later. It's very strange. Do you yeah. Really
2: about this? I don't. I don't either. Um, it's I, in an I episode love a good B somewhere. somewhere oh, so I feel like I would have remembered shit. this B oh, story. My God. Stop though. Do you guys remember oh great fucking subway dude? That B movie. Do y'all remember that movie? It's a of course. Okay, I hated it. I thought it was worse. <laughs> <laughs> I fell asleep. But, but listen, during that time period I had a boyfriend.
1: Okay. Congratulations. <laughs> Good for you, Emily.
2: Listen, I don't have one right now, so no
1: <laughs> She's so, remembering back to when she was lovable. Yeah. <laughs> no longer.
2: But that's so funny because during the B movie I specific specifically remember. That I went through a breakup at the time the B movie came out Mm. because I was supposed to go to a movie with my then boyfriend, but Mm. we were broken up, and I had to go to a movie with my brother, and we went to the fucking B movie, and I was like, fucking embarrassing. So maybe I didn't give it a real shot. Yeah, we'll have to rewatch that. You know, your heart was
1: broken. But
2: listen, that goes into this whole episode we're happening, y'all, because that boyfriend—I had a premonition about him. (sighs) Breaking up with my ass. No. <laughs> yes, Queens.
0: That's not yes, good. Yes, I but did. out of the blue?
2: It was a dream. nightmare nightmare. So, a night, for real, it was a nightmare. This is how it went. So, I was fast asleep.
0: Yeah, as one is. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm in this like cabin in the middle of nowhere, right? In the dream
1: or in real life.
2: No, it's a dream. Oh, okay. I'm talking, but, like, this is real okay. to me in this dream. It's very real. Mm-hmm. So I'm in this cabin. It's, like, I'm by myself, and I'm looking for somebody. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to find them, and I can't find them. Where are they? And I go outside, and it's foggy as fuck. I can't see anything in the fog either. Like, I'm like, where the fuck are-? we're like, I can't find them. I can't find them. And then I wake up, and for some reason, when I woke up, I was like, I couldn't find my boyfriend. <sighs> And then the next night, I have a dream, and this was also around the same time, if you guys remember this time period in the movies, yeah, Across the Universe, uh, The Beatles, it was like the same time period, that Mm -hmm. movie had come out and I had just seen it, and so I have this dream of the cabin, and then the next night, I have a dream where I am that girl in Across the Universe, right, Mm -hmm. the blonde. Rachel Evanwood? Yeah, Rachel Evanwood, is that her name? and 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 my boyfriend is off at war and he dies and i get that letter and it's like it was my boyfriend at the time like i knew it was him and i woke up and i was like he's gone it's over it's
1: over and then that weekend it happened Mm -hmm. you like knew it Mm
2: -hmm. well he said it wasn't me it was him but i was like i know it's
0: me it's
1: the b
2: movie it was the Jam B movie and also my y'all. Yeah, prudence, y'all.
0: Dear prudence. So
1: wow. Yes. I have some info about premonitions yes. for you guys. Give it to a totally. Okay, so they can range from I'm smart. Quote, You are smart. <laughs> yeah. so but that has un- nothing to do with the premonitions. I'm smart. So they can be described as a vague feeling of disquiet, which often is suggestive of impending disaster. Mm-hmm. So, some people just have a feeling. Other people have hallucinations that can be visual or auditory. Um, and then, a lot of times, dreams are where people have these premonitions. So, that's where I've had them. That's where you've had them,
0: Kylie. I've had them as well. She's had them. Or I've in actually the had premonition in real life, and it was kind of like a rush of adrenaline and I was like 100% sure that it was going to happen. Yeah, what? and so I just said it out loud.
1: Yeah. What? And then it did. Yes. I can't wait to hear about this. Yeah. So spiritualists don't know if the warning comes from an like external intelligence source or like from clairvoyance or it could be self-fulfilling prophecy. Mhm. So no one really knows. It There've been smart there as surprisingly there have been lots of re- lots of study is done on this. Um, tales of premonitions have been told for ages. They've been in literature forever and ever. Native um, Americans. Back in the 1880s, the Society for Psychical Research collected 668 cases of death premonitions. Ooh. And then 252 more were added to their study in
2: 1922.
1: Damn. So, tons of, aside from that society, like, a ton of other people did research and they found evidence that like this was real, and there are scientists who are like, no, this is a thing, and then, and then there are others who are like, no, it's not. So, yeah.
0: who's to say? Who's to
1: say? Honestly, who's to say? So, in the past, we've talked about premonitions a little bit because of Sharon Tate, where she foresaw her own death.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: She saw like a ghost right in her house, in our home, with mm-hmm. their throat slit.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and then someone else we talked about Abraham Lincoln. He had a premonition of his own death. Yeah, boy. So y'all remember he also saw his doppelganger, which was not a good sign. Mm-hmm. But apparently... Never a good sign. Yeah. Apparently he <laughs> was aboard the River Queen, which is a ship, a few days before he was assassinated. And he had this dream that he was in the White House. And he came across this group of mourners. And he asked who they were mourning. And a soldier in the group responded, the president. And this was he just a few moi? days before moi? he passed. Me, me. So, talking to me? hello. He was quite, quite Abraham White. <laughs> Abe, baby. Abe. He was quite in touch with the paranormal. I would say.
2: I I, I would expect say that so. from Abe. From Abe, honest. honest Abe. From honest yeah. Abe,
1: yeah. But that's just a little bit of knowledge, Some you know. Fun
2: facts. Fun facts. You know, I've been thinking about it today. A lot. Premonitions? Premonitions. Okay. And how, like, I feel like, I feel like very empathetic people and, like, people who are very <laughs> honed in, you mm-hmm. know? Sensitive and Yes, emotional. I feel like, you know, how the weather affects people. It's like, you yeah. can feel things. Exactly. And I feel like it's just totally possible for somebody to completely sense a situation before it
0: happens. Yeah, I, I agree. I have a... Short, not so sweet story to kick it off. Oh my Yeah. God, so, so
1: we un- gathered some stories from all around the internet, from Reddit, from articles that people have published, from primary whatever. sources,
0: secondary sources.
1: You know, you know. So it's it's a little bit of this and a little bit of that, and a little bit of that, but a lot of premonitions. Yeah, and these ones are our favorite.
0: Kylie has decided Tina. for the group. Yeah. <laughs> These are our favorite. <laughs> These are our favorites. Okay. okay. So. Ugh, this one, guys. Oh, my God. Spooky to me. Uh-oh. Okay, American Airlines Flight 191. Oh, uh, yeah, I read that one. Back in 1970. So for ten nights in a row, David Booth had the same nightmare. While <sighs> deep in sleep, he witnessed a jetliner veering off a runway, flipping completely over, and then yeah. bursting into flames. No. He felt so compelled that he um, he felt compelled to like inform the FAA who were in charge of flights yeah. and whatnot. So officials actually listened to what he had to say and concluded that he was dreaming of a Boeing 727 or perhaps a DC-10 plane. So they were like, okay, like what does this plane look like? like? Getting information either because they thought he was crazy and they were just... You know, entertaining themselves, or they truly believed him and he was convincing. Mm. So on the day that David Booth had his last nightmare, American Airlines DC-10 Flight 191 crashed just a few moments after takeoff. One yeah. of the plane's engines broke loose, no. causing an imbalance. The plane flipped on the runway, burst into flames. It was
2: on the runway? Just like Shit.
0: his dream. All 273 passengers died. Damn. It's rough, awful. Like if you were Davy, wouldn't you be like? Final destination. Hello, Not hell? <laughs> the
1: plane. Yeah, I know. I have another tragedy that people are probably a lot more familiar with. Okay. But.
2: God, right, that's
1: rough. Ugh! Can you imagine seeing that? No, Sometimes because
2: then I would never fly again. Are no. you guys
0: like this? Like that's I get a
2: true tragedy because how am I? I'm gonna have to sail.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I get anxiety, like, the day or two before I have a flight, same. and I just think in the back of my head, like, this is it. This is the one. Yeah, I'm going to oh, crash. Totally. But then every I just kind of, like, because I, it's every time, I'm like, okay. I yeah. think of
2: that on the plane. Oh, yeah, I oh, on the
0: same.
1: plane. Oh, same. Anytime. You know, it just
2: starts Any time Anytime someone
1: before. looks at me wrong, I'm like, it's this going is, down.
0: Yeah. <laughs> this is it.
2: He's I'm like, final they're going to
0: take us down. I'm
2: very, like, tuned in right yep. now.
0: I'm like, clear it's, my browser history. Right. Thank you.
2: Exactly.
0: About to start seeing my past. Yeah. Here we go. But yeah, yeah, there's there's probably a big difference between anxiety and premonition. But then also, it probably correlates. It all depends. I'm sure it's like the self fulfilling prophecy yeah, thing. Yeah, exactly.
1: I think. Yeah. So Ooh. 9 nine o- eleven. Yeah. Uh-uh. So obviously, we all know that September 11th sparked tons of conspiracy theories, urban legends, and reports from the people who claimed to predict the tragedy. So there was this one guy, he was a Wall Street executive named Barrett Naylor, and he had two premonitions about the World Trade Center. The first came to him in 1993, when he was on a train to work. He got this overwhelming feeling that told him to return home, and he did, and he actually missed bombing that morning. So, eight years later, the same feeling of dread comes over him, and he decides not to go to the towers that day. He returned home to see them burning on live TV. Oh my god. So, everyone said that Naylor was, like, this super practical guy. He never believed in anything paranormal. He had no inclination toward Mm -hmm. it. But he had these premonitions that saved his life on two occasions, and it made him a big-time believer.
0: Spooky. A believer of premonitions, or a believer of God, or greater power, or guardian angels. Just <coughs> something That's outside just something. of himself, yeah.
2: Interesting.
1: Yeah. Spooky stuff.
2: Well, I have a little story. <laughs> I have a BuzzFeed story. A little something, yeah, something. Buzzfeed, One something. to take, take the edge off of these
1: serious ones. It yeah. is
2: yeah. hot, It's hot kids. in here, but it's short and sweet. Is it sweet?
0: Yeah. We're this getting- is from
2: Lexus 4. It's an owl omen.
0: Oh, oh. I know.
2: And then owls make me think of like that Netflix series The Staircase.
1: Oh yeah. But that's what Okay, I speaking of. of The Staircase, do you do you think the owl did it? I don't freaking know who I did it. I think that has and been. And you know it. what? I don't know what you guys
2: are talking about. <laughs> I just watched another freaking Netflix I've watched battery, so many staircase the things. The Madeline McCain. I can't watch mm. that. Her parents. I know. No.
1: You don't think Mm-mm, so? Not
2: no more. Mm-mm. Okay. I did for the longest time. I was like, I'm gonna, I'll am gonna. i just watch it. You know? And then I was like, shit. I have to find her ass. I have to find you, Madeline McCain. I'm coming. She's like coming. Oh my God
1: going to find her
2: tragedy. So let's talk about the owl open.
1: Let's talk okay. about it.
2: Lexis says, one night I glanced at this ceramic owl that was on the edge of one of my shelves, and I remember thinking, if an earthquake happened, this would fall off and break. That night, Lexis was woken up by a violent 6.0 earthquake <laughs> Jesus. with um in her house right in the disaster zone. Dude, she was like, what? she she said that she. I checked and the owl had fallen off the shelf just as she thought she was it was gonna happen hours before. Weird. I know.
1: Sometimes you just get a feeling. Yeah. The tectonic
2: plates they can But like why would you think of that? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. But it's that weird. that's like what exactly what I think. I feel like a lot of people... that happens to a lot. Yeah, of I
1: get feelings like that a right. lot of times. And it's then like, like, like a weird oh shit, that was the thing that yeah. I thought was gonna happen. Deja yeah. vu. Deja.
0: And like, after it happens, you're kind of just like dumbstruck and you're like
1: did uh, I do
0: that?
1: What? <laughs> I spent all these years trying to Matilda shit, and I just did that.
0: <laughs> Damn it! Ah, uh, i the source of your power. Heck it. So I have one dedicated to my best friend Nicole. Oh, We've shit. talked about her um, in the the ocean vessel episode because we'll she loves it. the Titanic. It's her favorite movie. And now we're back to the Titanic. <laughs> and now we're back. Okay. A haunting series of misfortunes preceded the sinking of the RMS Titanic. Did you know? Did you know?
2: (laughs) Did you know? Do you know
0: what it feels like? (laughs) Very pretty. Yes. The ocean liner almost collided with a boat as it pulled out of the harbor in Southampton. Some said a cat in her litter (laughs) left the ship. Which a lot of people were like, yo, that's bad That's a bad sign. That's bad. After the sinking,
1: yeah. cats fucking know. Animals know. Yeah. But then
2: why does the cat without the litter stay? What? It got off the boat. But the cat that doesn't have the litter
0: stayed. Was there another cat? I'm sure. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Good cue. I honestly just <laughs> don't know.
2: <laughs> I'm so hot. <laughs> <straight. laughs> I know. I feel like we're all sweating. Okay, y'all.
1: <laughs> Our pets. It's so been getting hotter in Austin and 90 today. we can't have any like outside noise because we're recording, so the AC has to go off.
0: <laughs> so we're dying. Getting a little hot. So we're dying in here. So after the sinking, people invented rumors as rumors are. Yeah, created are yeah, yeah. invented. <laughs> Invent uh, <laughs> A cursed mummy was said to be on board. So of course it what? sank. Others said a champagne bottle failed to break at the ship's christening, therefore, you know, dooming everyone on board. Some say. You know, many have been debunked or just, you know, said that it was ridiculous. Many people claim to have foretold a sinking through premonitions, and we can't dismiss them as stories made up after the fact. Some of these people have actually refused to board the ship, saving their own lives. Uh So a few people had a premonition, or i they're don't know scared. maybe it was like us before the before planes. you know 2 days before oh my god this is it i'm going to die maybe they were just scared they're like oh it's going to sink cuz like what else is going to happen on a boat besides it exactly. sinking yeah the pirates yeah i the guess whole pirates ship right what's taken exactly so anne ward was a maid to the cardeza family who bought the most expensive suite on the titanic and they the maid the, she was, was made the maid for too. the family. Ah. Yeah, the maid was rolling in dough. And they it's survived tight. the sinking. She refused to board the ship after having a premonition that something bad would happen during the maiden voyage. Mayor Archibald Willingham, but, B-U-T-T, had a premonition as well, but did not stay off the ship. Yet he did prepare his will before boarding, hmm. fearing correctly that he would not make it back to Europe alive. So these I mean, ones, you know, it's either. You got euphor... You got. <laughs>
2: I almost said euphoria. <laughs> <laughs> How much beer are you drinking? She's heffin'
1: drunk. Uh, she's
0: heffin' drunk. She's and drunk. You got but the
2: chlamydias, um, you know? You got everything on the on boats. The boats you, know? yeah. you never know what you're gonna catch in die. eye.
0: Yeah. Euphoria. I mean, it, it was too I long euphorias. ago. Euphorias. <laughs> we can't ask people directly like hey was that actually a premonition like did you have a really weird dream or a a flash of an image or did you just have anxiety for a few days because i would probably prepare my will before boarding a ship never being on a ship before going to Um, a different country uh, for
2: sure for sure especially if i had a bunch of money you know and then you're going to ellis island you
0: never know you never know know now we're midwestern all right okay Mm. get your tickets out so that one's that's one to think about wow you guys tell us tell us Premonition Premonition or anxiety? anxiety. <laughs> all
1: right i have one still sad but not as you know n- you know no one's gonna Ooh. know about this really
0: oh <laughs> all right so
1: <laughs> this is from a redditor redditor gray castle zero zero that's me So they said, when my mother was 25, married with a baby, my older sister, she had this eerie feeling like something terrible was going to happen for weeks. She didn't know what was going to happen, but she couldn't shake this ominous feeling like someone close to her was in danger. Something bad was going to happen to them. She thought it could be about her parents, her sister, or her nieces, and she just wanted to reach out and tell them to stay home. My grandparents went on vacation during this time, and she worried for them on their trip. She says she kept trying to put in the back of their mind to not go, but the feeling persisted. My mother's sister-in-law was 17 years old, and she certainly didn't think it was about her. One night, she saw her with her mother, my mom's mother-in-law. She said that while everyone had always talked about how gorgeous Ruthie, the sister-in-law, was, she never saw it until that night. She was seemingly glowing and had an aura about her, and she thought, "'Wow, she is gorgeous.'" Later that same night, Ruthie was in a car accident, (gasps) blindsided by a drunk driver. She was the only fatality. As soon as she heard on the way to the hospital, the feeling was gone. She thought she must have... She thought that must have been the horrible feeling she had. She said that... She said she had had little premonitions in her life prior to that, but nothing extreme. She thought to herself, God, please don't ever let that happen to me again. And if it does, let me know who it's about. She hasn't had it happen since. My mother isn't into spiritual stuff, really. And she's never talked about, nor have I ever seen her have a feeling about anything else in my life. I have to wonder, like, was she seeing her in a different light that night because she knew something was going to happen?
0: Huh. It's all weird. Like she saw her in an angelic light. Yeah. That is weird.
1: Interesting. She said she was almost, like, glowing, like... She'd never seen her this way before.
0: Hmm. Just an odd timing. Yeah. I have a story. Um, it's actually my dad's story. If you oh. guys want to hear it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we would. So, sorry, Dad, if I'm getting this wrong, but I'm pretty sure his aunt, Mabel Genevieve. Ooh.
1: Those are very different names. I know. And
0: very great ones. So I
1: could take either. Okay. Your dad's <laughs> aunt. His aunts.
0: So when my sister Julia and I were younger, my sister was probably two or three. Um, my dad had a dream one night, and he woke up startled because he was it was so vivid and so real to him. But in his dream, his auntie Mabel, like <laughs> um, that. that might be on my mom's side. Uh, she he saw her like clear as day in his dream in front of him. And she said to him in a very stern voice, watch over your daughters or watch over your girls. And my dad woke up like in a sweat, like he couldn't breathe. Like it was very Gosh. real, intense dream. He was like, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> so later that day, my sister and I were playing upstairs and we have this um, pretty long wooden staircase up to the second floor and we were running around on the second floor and my dad came through the door and he was near the bottom of the stairs and he walked by and then he kept walking to go into the other room and he said as he started walking he got this sudden image of his aunt again right in front of him mm-hmm. and he heard her say watch over your girls again Ooh. and in that instant he like stepped backwards and turned around and at that same time, my little sister, she was, like, f- doing s- forward somersaults down the stairs. It oh, It was, shit. like, a two-year-old, and he caught her. Like, he just turned around and caught her without even looking first. <gasps> wow. And so... Oh, shit. That happened. <laughs> I don't remember this oh, no. happening, but my dad was like, if I didn't have that dream, if I didn't have that... Like, if I didn't remember it in that very moment, she would have, like, cracked her skull open on the ground. <laughs> so, like, we had, like, Jeez. hardwood floors, and she was, like, in the air. <sighs> oh, God. Flying, so. <sighs> very strange. Wow. Very crazy.
1: I just for I forgot about this until just now, but my grandfather passed away a year ago, January. And I was, like, dead asleep one night, and I had been having dreams about him because he was sick. He was sick for a long time. And I was awoken by this, like, flash of light in my room. Mm. And I was, like, oh, my God, he's gone. Like, that's how I felt. And then, so, I, like, hadn't heard anything from my mom, and I knew I would hear something from my mom. So, I, like, went back to bed, but he passed the next day. Wow. That's so crazy. And I still can't explain what that was because our room is, like, on our backyard. There's not any weird flashes of light coming in through our and even if there door. was, I don't think it would wake
0: you up. No, it to was, that, like, to the have whole room was, like,
1: illuminated, and it woke me up. That's and crazy. then the next day. That's crazy. Yeah. So, I don't know. That's insane. What does it mean?
2: Have you guys ever had a premonition come through a fortune teller or tarot card reading? I haven't had that done.
1: Um. I had... A tear-covered reading in New Orleans a couple years ago. And um, it was weird because he was like, what do you want to know about I was like, I don't really know. And he was like, well, you're here with someone, aren't you? And he had no idea Mm -hmm. because Steve was in the bar next door. Steve didn't even come in with me. And I was like, I am here with someone. He was like, well, your time is not right now. And a couple months later, Steve and I ended up breaking up. What? Yeah, no. and he told me he was like, "Your time is not now; it's in the future." And then Today. I just like waited it out. And Steve and I—Steve probably doesn't want me telling this story, but it's told now. Um, we end up getting back together. But as soon as all of that happened, I was like, oh, "He fucking told me this." But also, I feel like they do like very general things, so yeah. I don't know.
2: Yeah, I had one done in. Um why am I blanking? Um, I was in California. The beach. Venice. Santa Monica? Santa Monica? Venice. Venice. Oh, okay. Venice. I was in Venice Beach, on Venice Beach, and there was, like, this lady who had, like, an apartment right on the boardwalk, mm-hmm. and she was doing it in there, and so I was, like, I have to do it. I, like, grabbed money out of the, like, freaking ATM, went up there, and I was dating somebody at the time. And I got money out for him, too, because I was like, let's do it done. Like, don't tell her that we're dating. Let's Mm -hmm. do what she says. And ended up, like, having completely different, you know, marriage trajectories. Yeah. And so, like, it was like, You were testing We still didn't say anything. But what's weird is, like... I don't remember much from any of it besides I've gotten several done since then. Mm -hmm. And there's, like, one consistent thing that's always about, like, my career Mm -hmm. and, like, business and how that's going to be successful. (gasps) Poppy and
0: Angus agree. No doubt, no doubt, girl.
2: Thank you, my love. And so I was like, oh, my gosh, okay, well, whatever. Maybe I won't get married and, you know,
1: Maybe you'll just be a career lady. You'll be a boss. You'll be rich as
2: who knows? But you Buddy Holly, it, honey. you guys, his death was predicted <gasps> to his music talent producer. What back in the day? Yeah, they had the producer.
0: Tar- was- no,
2: he had his producer had tarot card reading uh. done, and the tarot card reading predicted that Buddy Holly was going to die on February, I think it was third, 1958. Something like that. So the exact date, Yeah, the it exact was. date. And then he did. <laughs> huh. What are the odds? I know. And so they didn't, like, like low-key
0: kill him, right? <laughs> oh. <laughs> a funny, just a,
1: a random story funny. about um, tarot readers. Fun There's fun someone way. here in Austin who's really good. Um, and we had a friend who used to always tell his friends to go to her. And one time he brought his girlfriend there. And mm-hmm. um, she was like the person who told you to come here is not right for you.
0: And she <laughs> broke up with him that day. Yeah. So now he no longer recommends her. <laughs> he probably doesn't. That's really but, funny.
2: See, yeah. every, okay, now I'm kind of like thinking about it. Every time I've like wanted them to say something about my love life, it's always been like you haven't been with the person who's going to match you. Yeah. Like, And it's always if you find them. It's never like you're going to find them.
1: And I'm like, well, yeah. shit. Well, what am I well, fucking what the doing out fuck here? Am I supposed
2: to? I came to you for answer.
1: I need to know. Direct me to the Hello. You know. But they just keep being like, "You're a career bitch."
0: Yeah. I know. Sometimes we got to hear them. She's meant to level stack up. Level that up.
1: Coin. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's all I'm saying. Stacks. No, I don't know. All but stacks. like, it is fun. I I like getting it done. I think it's yeah. fun. I, I got to go. With you guys bring me. Do it.
1: Yes. Let's okay. all go get it done together. Okay. Sister Temperance is the one that people love here. Okay. I wonder if she'd let us live stream. My glasses are fucking up. <laughs> but I don't know. All right. I got another one. This is from Ben. Oh, what up, Ben? He says, I was working with an autistic child who used to speak to himself in the third person. I was bathing him, and he began to excitedly say, his mom is coming. His mom is coming. I figured she told him the night before, so I got his things ready, and then we waited for his mom to come pick him up. When she came, I told her he was excited that she was coming, to which she replied, I didn't tell him I was coming. Oh, because... She said once... Then. She said once they had been driving, <laughs> and her that. son... <laughs> she said once she had been driving, and her son had told her to be careful of the deer while talking to him on the phone. She sort of rushed it off, but she slowed down because she knew he'd had moments like this before. Mm. A few minutes later, a deer ran across the road Uh where she probably would have hit it had she not slowed down. So, I've heard that...
0: my, that's can happened it, to my mom multiple times. Yeah,
1: I have also heard that yeah. kids on the spectrum are like more open to things like that. They're more in touch. which is interesting. Yeah, because mm-hmm. their their brains can work totally differently. Right. So yeah. they might be, you know, enlightened to something that we are not. Gifted for sure. Like
2: that movie, Rain Man, or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a savant. <laughs>
2: i don't think Someone? i've actually seen it ha, did, have
1: you anything for me no. have you anything for me no i
2: have like regular dream stuff that doesn't have any permission to it oh,
1: well okay <laughs> i've got one more from another yeah, redditor i've got a good one their name is light aqua <gasps>
0: right.
1: Dope. i had a flash vision of a family friend that was just horrible i saw him float face down in the water it was a strong sensation, and I tried to push it out. Then I got a second sensation of him being in a bed, depressed, and all I could see was a wheelchair. What? It was very scary, and the strongest premonition I've ever had that was crystal clear. It was as if it was happening in present day. I remember trying to say to my mom, "Something bad is going to happen to him." I explained what I saw, and was blown off. That's always how I go. People mom, never you believe like me. People never believe us. <laughs> Around 15 years later, he drove into water, didn't know there was a sandbar, and broke his neck. Oof. He almost drowned because he... Oh my god, what happened to the rest of my story? Well, he almost drowned, basically, and then he ended up paralyzed. That's really scary. Oh yeah, he almost... It's a, the ending of the story was that he almost drowned because he was, like, instantly paralyzed. So now he's in a wheelchair. It took no 15 years to happen, but it still I happened. a similar story.
0: <gasps> well... Not similar, but all right. Um, so sometimes they're not instant, you guys. That's I'm even like creepier trying to me.
2: think. Like, have I have I had any more? You know, besides the boyfriend, which I <laughs> saw boyfriend. coming
0: twice. So you guys might remember this Paralympian Oscar Pistorius shot and killed his girlfriend, yep. South African model Reva Steenkamp. Oh yeah. On Valentine's Day, 2013, mm-hmm. he claims to have mistaken her for an intruder, and as of April 2014, his Murder trial is still going. There, I'm hoping there's an update since 2014, but we'll check.
2: Yeah, I think there is, right? I don't I think, know. I
0: think, yes. I think there was. Guilty? But I can't remember. <laughs> so Reba's mother, June Steenkamp, told a newscaster that her daughter had a premonition of her own death and made it into a painting at the age of fourteen, yeah, Shit. the painting portrays Riva as an angel standing at the bottom of a ladder leading to heaven. Far off in the distance, she drew a man. He has a gun in his hand. Mm-hmm. The angel looks terrified, and her hands cover her mouth, which is horrifying. Have
1: you seen the painting?
2: No, but like should for I should smile to well, We even can post the painting. Yeah, for like a fourteen-year-old bizarre, right? Wouldn't you be like, you need to go talk to somebody? Yeah. Right?
1: Kids drawing people with guns. That's never a good sign. No. It never is a good sign. Spooky. Spooky, scary. So, what do you you guys think? You know, real,
2: fake. I believe in that. I believe that you can be in touch with that
1: stuff. I think there are some that are real. I definitely do think some are like a self-fulfilling prophecy Mm -hmm. or you just, it's like coincidental and you just got very lucky. But Mm -hmm. some of the ones that are so specific, I'm like, how?
0: Yeah, there's no explanation that we as homo sapiens can understand. Yeah, Are we though?
1: Has anyone out there had a
0: premonition? Tell us about it. Yeah, we would love to know. You can leave it as a comment on Instagram or message us. DM us. us, Email us. If you want to share it on the next Ghoul Talk, the golden goals podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. You can send an audio yeah. file
1: if you have a good recording yeah, device. Yeah, we have yes. another audio file from I think Jackie for oh, our next school yeah. talk. So we're getting it started. Y'all, that audio file was from Jennifer. Amazing. amazing. And I'm still creeped out. People keep reaching we, out about I mean, it.
2: I don't think we could stop talking about it.
1: No, I don't think I think we will always come back to that.
2: Yes. Mhm.
1: Wow, wow, wow. It's insane hey, in
2: feeling? Sweaty? We're hot, hot. I'm hot as hell.
1: Yeah, that was fun, but insane I think since book, we're dying. I think since we're dying, we have to cut it. that. We have to cut it. To that, cut
0: you it. know? But honestly. this is this this was nice. This is nice. Yeah. And we're we'll, sipping on our brew. Honestly, sipping on our
2: brew the from like, the brew interviews. You guys, go check them out because I already finished. Like, wait, let me take one and sip.
0: In the end of this tastes good. You know how some sometimes it yeah. just it just I can, tastes like old.
2: Yeah, it's yeah, good yeah, to the yeah, last
0: yeah. drop. Honestly,
1: we're not the beer experts, but I give mm-hmm. it a ten out of ten. We are not.
0: Five stars. Five, five, five stars, stars slash ten out of ten. Guys, <laughs> go
2: tell your friends, go tell your fam. Listen to the ghouls. Check it out. Tell us your stories. <laughs> we're here. What happening? We're, we're hot. family.
1: When you're here, your family. When you're here, your family. And we're
2: legitimately hot.
1: And until next time. I'm
2: hot. Stay spooky. <laughs> Ooh! Whoa. Time to cool off this freaking hot body. <laughs> <laughs>